Hi everybody, welcome to episode 6 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what are the different types of camera? I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help us with our photography and no more. What are the different types of camera then? Well, in the last episode I answered the question posed by Mrs M. Do I really need a camera in 2020? The answer was it depends, and I um, explained my thoughts and reasonings behind that. You don't need a camera necessarily if you're happy with a phone. Absolutely fine. But if you decide that you do need a camera, what kind of camera do you buy? If you go on the internet, you'll find there are endless numbers of cameras out there. What I want to do in this episode is quickly go through the different types of cameras, explain what they are, what I use, and what you might want to think about when you're choosing your next camera. Okay, so what are the different types of cameras? Firstly, it's the DSLR, which I have helpfully annotated on my notes as DLSR. It's quite a concern, really, that I can't even spell a basic term like that right. DSLR is a digital single lens reflex camera. Now, what's a single lens reflex camera? I hear you all shouting at your whatever device you're listening to this on. Very good question. And to answer that, I need to go back in time to the days when um, we used to use this thing called film in cameras. Yes, camera film. Now, SLRs were the cameras that tended to be used by professional photographers. There wasn't a huge amount of um, other choices, to be honest with you. SLR I will go into in a lot more detail because it is um it is quite important really but for the purposes of this episode and without going into too much irrelevant detail an SLR is a camera where through mirrors prisms strings and magic and elastic trickery you look through the viewfinder and what you're looking at is actually through the middle of the lens marvelous science SLR single lens reflex camera had a film in the back take the film out put a sensor in you have a DSLR yep a bit of an oversimplification but that's the fundamental difference between the two so a DSLR not DLSR I'll never live that one down I should edit out really but I don't know how to edit audio and I'm not going to learn today so a DSLR is was the camera that pros tended to use and that takes us on to the next type of camera I want to talk about which is a mirrorless camera If you sat there scratching your head going, why is a camera called mirrorless? An SLR has a mirror in it. A mirrorless camera doesn't. That's the difference. If we're starting again from scratch now, SLR would be called, I don't know what, but a mirrorless camera would be called um, a camera. So a mirrorless camera doesn't have the mirror. You don't look through the lens. You look through the viewfinder. And what you're looking at is an electronic viewfinder. Obviously, we have to abbreviate that down to EVF because we can't summon up the energy to use all the words. So EVF, electronic viewfinder. Electronic viewfinders these days are brilliant. They weren't great to start with, but the technology has got to the point now where you virtually cannot tell the difference between the optical viewfinder of a DSLR and the D- the EVF or digital viewfinder of a mirrorless camera other cameras then compact cameras those are wrongly called point and shoot they're generally the cheaper cameras with smaller sensors still take great photos with them compact cameras don't know a great deal about them to be honest with you look on the internet for compact cameras and you'll see why i don't know a lot about them there's a lot of them what else do we have medium format cameras Now, one of the big differentiating factors between different camera systems is the size of the sensor. I'll come on to this in a minute. A medium format camera has a bigger sensor than a DSLR. A DSLR has a bigger sensor than a mirrorless camera. 
in general terms. There are full-frame mirrorless now, so forget that that was wrong. So medium format cameras are more high-end professional. And then you get, if you can still get them, large format cameras with a very large film or plate or whatever you want to call them. There's also a couple of specialist cameras you can get. There's these incredibly clever 3D cameras that do 3D images, they do circular global images, and you can also get cameras that do 360 walkthroughs. I've recently been looking at um, a camera called a Matterport. They cost about three grand. They're quite complicated to use, but they give you a walk. You can do a 3D walkthrough of a building, which is pretty much amazing. So what else do we have apart from these fancy things? Oh, yeah, the phone. Now, a phone used to be this thing for you youngsters who might not know this. Back in the day of mobile phones, when they first came out, you used a mobile phone to do one of two things. You either phoned people and spoke to them. Yes, you're on an iPhone. It's got this very clever feature called a phone. So you'd phone people. The other thing you'd do is text them using nine keys on your phone to get um, to get your text together. I'll stop there because I'm beginning to ramble here. These days, the phones and cameras are fantastic. I have an iPhone XS. It takes fantastic photos, but it's not replaced my DSLR or my mirrorless camera. OK, so these terms all seem a little bit strange, don't they? Let's not worry about those. Let's concentrate on the main points about the different types of cameras. In general terms, the bigger the sensor on the camera, the bigger and better the camera is, the more expensive it is, and the higher end it is. In very general terms, the smaller the sensor, the smaller the camera is, and cheaper the camera is, and I'll caveat this massively, the less professional the camera is, not. I'll come on to different sensor types in a completely separate episode of the podcast. One thing I need to remember, though, and one thing I want to say is, buy the best camera in the world doesn't guarantee you'll take the best photos in the world. You can buy a great camera and take rubbish. You can also, well, not with a rubbish camera, but with an average camera, if you know what you're doing and you know what you're taking photos of, you can produce great photos. Great camera doesn't equal great photos. Rubbish camera doesn't equal rubbish photos. I'm sure there's a few other types of cameras, but this is the main ones I wanted to talk about very quickly before I move on to the ending. Obviously, as we're getting close to the end, because I've only got 10 minutes. What cameras do I use then? So I've got a full frame DSLR. That is a Canon 6D. This is my workhorse camera that I use for my architectural photography and construction photography work. It's a quite a basic no-frills camera, but what it does do is it takes great photos day in, day out, and I love the sensor and the resolution on it. I also have a mirrorless camera, which is actually a Micro Four Thirds camera. I'll come on to that another time. It's an Olympus EM5 Mark II. I use that for my travel photography because it's a lot smaller, more compact, and it takes great photos. One thing I will say here is that I used an Olympus EM1 which I was kindly loaned by Olympus on a commercial shoot and nobody noticed the difference. So you can use a Micro Four Thirds camera commercially. I've proved it and done it and been paid for the job. Okay, that's this episode done. This was just a very quick explanation of the different types of camera. So what's next on the Photography Explained Cod Pod Cod Pass? Now I should edit out Cod Pass, but I quite like that. What's next on the Photography Explained Podcast? Which camera should I buy? Having told you about the different types of cameras, I'm going to give you some thoughts about how you might choose your next camera, regardless of what type it is. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from, and please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you could tell everyone you know about my podcast, that would be even better. 
You can check out my website, rickmcavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography, and also my blog. Finally, let me know if there is a photography thing you want me to explain, and I will add it to my list. Head over to my website, click on the podcast tile. If I explain your thing, I'll give you a shout on that episode. And the list is now live on my website for all to see. This episode was brought to you by the power of Yorkshire Tea. Yep, not a paid not a paid promotion, but that's the truth. I had a cup before I came on and it kept me going. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.